let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, if you own a dog, you're going to want to hear this. We love our furry friends here in DC, but sadly, there have been at least 11 dog nappings in the city already in 2024, and thieves are going after one breed in particular. Mimi Montgomery from Axios has been following this story, and as a small dog owner, for her, it's personal. Today's Monday, January 22nd. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. So Mimi, I know there's been a ton of dog nappings in the area recently. What's going on? Yeah, definitely. There have been already, you know, I think over at least 11 uh, dog nappings in D.C. so far in 2024, according to a Post article that came out. And, you know, there's been a string of high profile ones that have happened in the region over the past couple of years. So what seems to be going on is folks are out walking their dogs, hanging outside with their dogs or you know, leaving their dogs in the car while they go and run a quick errand. And they're either getting robbed for their dogs or their dogs are getting stolen while they, you know, have them in the car or whatnot. Um, so this is definitely something that has been in the news. You've probably heard about it, read about it. And folks, understandably, are really worried and scared for their dogs. In terms of how this happened, it sounds like it's it's a few different ways. Like, dogs being forcibly taken like by force and then dogs being who are like unattended being taken without the owner being there. Is that, do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. So that seems to be sort of like the, the most common ways this is happening. But then also there was a woman in Springfield who had three Frenchies and someone like broke into her house to steal some of her dogs. And then there was another instance where someone had posted online that they wanted to sell their dog. And when they went to go meet this person who wanted to buy their dog from them, they just ended up getting robbed and the dog mm. was stolen. There seems to be like a couple of different ways this is happening, but primarily, you know, people having the dog taken from them without and about or, you know, taken from a car or, or whatnot. You know, you mentioned Frenchies. I'm thinking like, is there a, a kind of dog that is more at risk or is stolen more often? Like if you've got some sort of purebred, you know, dog? Is that is that more at risk than, like, other kinds of dogs? Yeah, so it seems to be, like, you know, quote-unquote designer dogs that are being most targeted because folks will often drop, like, thousands of dollars on these dogs, so they're, you know, high value and people can resell them. But, yeah, so Frenchies are especially being targeted. You know, I, I talked about how a lot of these cases have been high profile. Like, a lot of the, the headlines that we've read have been about Frenchie napping. And so this company called AKC Reunite, which is like one of the microchip companies that people hook their dogs up with, French Bulldogs have been their number one reported stolen breed each year since 2020. 
those are really especially being targeted. And I asked the CEO of AKC Reunite why Frenchies, and he says, well, like they're compact, they're small, so like they're easier to pick up and steal than like a Great Dane or something like that. And they're also really, really popular right now. Like they were the AKC's number one breed last year, and they're just like easily recognizable. So folks, you know, you're on the street, you see their little ears, their little smushed faces, you know that's a Frenchie. And they're also like really expensive. These dogs can often go for like, you know, $5,000 upwards sometimes. And so they've just sort of become like a really sort of obvious and targeted breed for these folks who who are looking to steal dogs. That makes a lot of sense. I, I guess I think of dogs as like companions, but it's also important to remember that with some dogs, they're almost like luxury items. And when you're walking around with one, that might be something that folks who mean to do you harm might want to take to make money. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think what's like making this like super hard hitting for people is that obviously like we love our dogs. They're, you know, our best friends, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I think it's important to remember that in an area like D.C. where, you know, you have a lot of folks who might be putting off having kids for longer and whatnot. You know, we have this sort of like fur baby movement that's happening where like our dogs are sort of like a lot of people's like kids in a way, you know, and not only from like an emotional standpoint, but also from like a money standpoint, like people drop a lot of money not only to buy these dogs, but then just like also throughout their life. So it's like you have like a big emotional and then like financial investment in this animal that has become a part of your family. And so it like is really, really awful and like horrible for people when these animals, these members of the family are taken away from them. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree. That's to help raise funds for homelessness in D.C. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. So do we have any sense of who is doing the the dog napping? And once they actually get the dog, like what happens next? Yeah, it seems like it is people who are stealing them to resell them based on, you know, the reporting that I did and what I've heard from folks. And so it sounds like, you know, they are taking these dogs and then trying to resell them. And, you know, the folks who have had their dogs stolen, you know, are going to the police, filing police reports. The police are putting out, you know, press releases with images of the dog and whatnot. And, you know, and then in some cases, like folks are able to be reunited with their pets, but in other cases, they're not, which is really sad. And some of the stolen dogs are still missing. And there was a case, I believe, a couple of years ago where, you know, a, a French bulldog was taken and it was actually later found dead. So it, it's it's really awful. That's horrifying. Yeah, it's I, I just, it's so sad. I feel awful for all these people. So if someone does unfortunately get their dog stolen, what should they do? Like what step should, what should be their first next step in terms of trying to get them back or get more information about what to do? 
Totally. Well, I think it's important to mention that, you know, I did ask someone from the police about this and they said that if your do- if someone comes up to you on the street and tries to take your dog, this is a, a hard thing to do, but let them take the dog, you know, if you were being held at gunpoint or whatnot. And then they recommend having some really good photos of your dog on your phone that you can then show to the police so that they can like use them in a press release or whatnot. And to get a really good look of the person who might be trying to take your animal from you so that you can later then describe them to police. Definitely contact the police right away after it happens, file a police report, and, you know, have all of that information handy that you can hand over to them so that they can use it in press releases and whatnot and get the word out. And definitely alert your microchip company if you have your dog registered with one, because then they can also sort of blast that out to all of their affiliates, like local vets and whatnot, and get the word out that this dog is missing, too. Yeah, your answer reminds me so much of this interview we did with Emily Davies about crime in D.C., where she talked about how the guy, because of the rise in crime in D.C., the guidance around it has really changed. And so with carjackings, for instance, they used to say like, oh, well, you probably won't be carjacked. It's very unlikely. And now the guidance that we're getting from officials is like, well, if you do get carjacked, here's what you need to know. The most important thing is to stay calm, things like that. And so we've had a real shift in how I think officials are talking about how we think about these crimes and if they might occur in our day-to-day lives. Yeah, totally. And, you know, some I talked to some folks in the area who own French bulldogs. And actually, full disclosure, I myself own a French bulldog. Um, so this is, per- and- this is like personal for <laughs> yes, you then. This is personal. I'm like, you know, I have a, a vested interest in this for myself. I'm worried about my, my, my dog Ziggy. But yeah, so a lot of the folks I talked to, they are really like taking steps to sort of be super cautious when taking their dogs out. You know, they are trying to sort of keep to high traffic areas when they're walking their dogs, trying to, you know, if they have to go out at night, like maybe walking with like a partner or a friend so they're not alone. Um, A lot of folks I spoke with are keeping, you know, those like little personal alarms like on their dog's leash or something like that. And then, you know, not walking with headphones in is something that dog walkers um, and some other folks I spoke with recommended so that you could you know, here if someone comes up to you. And then, you know, not using retractable leashes is is another tip because the dog can get further away from you that way. Um, and obviously, you know, folks recommended getting your dog microchipped or using like an air tag. You can put them on their collars and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, people are really, you know, taking precautions and and, and are pretty worried about this, you know, when, ha- you know, if they have a dog in the city. If you were interested in buying a dog, like let's say that you're in the market for a dog, are there things that you should be thinking about to avoid accidentally buying someone's dog that was like violently stolen from them? One big thing is how much this dog is being sold for. So if it's like a designer dog and the price is pretty low, that's kind of a little suspicious. And then also you can often ask for like paperwork from someone if you're getting a dog for them. So like previous vet records and all that stuff, and they don't have that handy. That's a little suspicious too. Um, And then the AKC, actually, um, you can often, if it's a dog, a breed that the AKC recognizes, you can register your dog with the AKC, or sometimes they'll have lists of breeders, whatnot. So that's another good way to go about it. So you see the dog's AKC registered or, you know, do some research. Is this person like a reputable breeder? Do they have like a website? All that good stuff. So it's kind of a bummer that this is something folks have to think about now, but definitely do your research, I would say, before before buying a, a dog now. 
I'm curious, is this like a D.C. specific issue or is D.C. alone and this becoming a problem like this? No, you know, it seems like it's it's a nationwide thing. That group I mentioned, AKC Reunite, they have reported an 140 percent increase over the last four years of folks coming to them to report their dog being stolen. So it definitely seems like, you know, it's a thing that's not just contained to here. You probably heard about this uh, a couple of years ago, but Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot and her Frenchies were stolen. So if it could happen to Lady Gaga, it could happen to any of us. So, yeah, no, this is definitely like a, a thing that's happening all around us. Mimi, are there any other tips that maybe people aren't really thinking about that might be a good way to keep people's dogs safe in D.C.? And one other thing that a, a woman who I talked to who runs this group called DC Bulldog Meetups mentioned is maybe think twice before blasting sort of like, you know, I just got this new puppy on social media or like we're going to go hang out at, you know, this beer garden today or or whatnot. Just because, you know, if that's all over social, that might be a way for folks who are sort of like researching people who they can rob to target you or whatnot. Just be cautious. Make sure that you're walking in high traffic areas and not wearing your headphones and all that good stuff. And Take care of your little furry friends. (laughs) That's great advice. Just generally, maybe we should all be a little more cautious about what we blast to networks of strangers on the Internet. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a great point. Mimi, thank you so much for being here. And take care of Ziggy. Take care of that Frenchie. I know. I will. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with the Frenchie owner in your life. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. My cat is like, can you give me one second? (laughs) Decided this is her podcast. (laughs) I think she's calmed down.